Western Beauty has plenty of Hero Vitamin C serums with some pretty hefty price tags to match. Today, I'm sharing my list of the best K-Beauty Vitamin C serums on the market that won't break your budget. Welcome to The Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Style Story, your go-to for K-beauty. If you're looking for Korean skincare products from niche brands, indie brands, and the cult favorites, then visit stylestory.com.au. Welcome back. We are here for another episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. And today I want to run you guys through a long list of vitamin C products. If you are new to the world of vitamin C products, I'm also going to talk about some of the reasons why they are so popular, why people love them, and the results that you can hope to get if you add a vitamin C serum into your skincare routine. Uh, I know this is a really, really popular category of product at the moment. It is one of the most talking about ones that I see. And I think that's because there are so many different vitamin C products on the market and at a really crazy variance of pricing points. I went and had a look at some of the uh, bigger retailers online in Australia just to sort of see the pricing points of their vitamin C products. And I was so shocked. Like everything from like $50 all the way through to like 150, 200, like the prices can really get up there for vitamin C. So before you go out and spend a whole lot of money on some of the bigger name brands, what I'm going to do is run through the need to know about vitamin C so that hopefully you can get some good tips and make some informed purchasing decisions when it comes to picking the perfect vitamin C formula for you and the right strength as well, because that's another thing that uh, should factor into your decision is the strength of the vitamin C and also the, the key ingredient. What ingredient do you want to be looking for in your vitamin C product? Because the word vitamin C uh, covers a whole range of different ingredients. Uh, so I'm going to run through what to look out for when you are looking through your ingredients lists as well so that you know exactly what you're buying, you know what to expect from that formula and how long it might last you, and just some other tips and tricks like that. So if you haven't listened to any podcast episodes from this show before, First of all, welcome. Where have you been? We're glad you found us. Uh, on this show, as you might have gathered, we do a lot of chatting about skincare. We chat makeup from time to time as well. Uh, and just basically arming you with all the information that you need to go out into the world of Korean beauty 
and buy products with confidence and pick the best products for your skin. Uh, I want to try and save you some money and have you making better and smarter skincare choices before you part with your hard-earned cash. So that's what we do around here. If that sounds like your jam, then stick around. We would love to have you. Okay, so let's start with the absolute basics. I'm going to assume no knowledge and that you have never heard of vitamin C before and don't know why you should be using it. So they have a whole range of different benefits and that is why they have become a staple in so many skincare routines. Some of those benefits include free radical fighting properties. They are antioxidant rich. They can help increase moisture retention and hydration. They can improve active breakouts. They can assist damaged skin cells, brighten dull skin, target pigmentation and dark spots. They can assist with sun damage and acne scarring and also boost collagen production. So basically, if you think stronger, plumper and more even toned skin, that is the aim of the game when it comes to vitamin C's. That's some of the benefits that you can expect to see from them. And that is why people love them. So very, very popular category of skincare products in the Western world and also in Korea and in K-beauty as well. So universally, I would say. Okay, so how can we use vitamin C? Well, the as a general rule of thumb, I would say that serums are the best skincare delivery vehicle for vitamin C. And in terms of your skincare routine, obviously serums come before your moisturizers. You can use vitamin C both morning and night, but that is not how I would recommend using some vitamin C serums. So I'm going to go through some of the things to keep in mind to help you get the most out of your vitamin C serum. My number one tip when it comes to how to use vitamin C serum is to introduce it to your routine slowly. You need to start off with probably about twice a week max and then build up to more regular use. Now, the other thing before you even start getting into the how to use the how to what to know is that they do come in a wide variety of different strengths. And when we're talking about strengths of vitamin C serums, we are assuming that the key ingredient, the vitamin C in inverted commas, in the formula comes from pure vitamin C, which is known as L-ascorbic acid or sometimes just ascorbic acid on your ingredients list. Now, if you are not dealing with pure vitamin C, then Park that for a for, to one side for a second, and we'll come back to those types of vitamin C serums. But when I use the term vitamin C serum, I'm going to assume that you are using a pure vitamin C serum with L-ascorbic acid as the key ingredient. These tips are relevant for this. So start out slowly. Now, the second tip, if you are using retinols at night, my recommendation would be to use your vitamin C serum in the morning just to avoid any potential interactions. Uh, And that links to my number three tip, which is if you're using skincare acids like AHAs or BHAs, 
Or if you have dry or sensitive skin, then I would suggest that you consider using your vitamin C serum at a different time of the day than your AHAs or BHAs. Now, there are a lot of articles about that out there about interactions of AHAs, BHAs and vitamin C. But I think the key thing to know is just that because AHAs and BHAs are at that lower level of acidity, they can sometimes cause irritation. And if you are prone to irritation or sensitivity, then using a vitamin C serum can just increase those symptoms. That's why we don't necessarily want to mix them as well. So split them up if you can. Use retinols, AHAs, BHAs at night and then your vitamin C in the morning. Now, when it comes to pure vitamin C, my number four tip is that for your optimal use of the product, I would recommend putting it in the fridge to delay oxidization. So what is oxidization? Oxidization is the process that will begin in the serum as soon as you open it. So vitamin C, pure vitamin C, is a very volatile ingredient to work with in the sense that it is sensitive to heat and light. So what happens is once you open it and the product is exposed to air, it starts a natural chemical reaction of oxidization. And that means that the product will change from a clear liquid most of the time. Mostly they start out as a clear liquid and gradually over time it will change color and it'll move through like a really champagne color to a darker color and a darker color. Uh, And eventually, if you leave it long enough, it will turn a really disgusting dark brown color. Um, I've tried all of this out just for fun to see like how much of a difference it makes keeping it in the fridge versus not keeping it in the fridge. And it is crazy, especially the higher the percentage of pure vitamin C, the more volatile it will be as well. So you will see that process start quicker. Now, oxidization just means that as the product oxidizes, it will become less um, efficient. It will work other than as is intended. Basically, it will not be, it will not have the same impacts on your skin as it would have if it was fresh. And by the time it gets to that really dark brown color we spoke about, it's basically cactus and you can just throw it out. So, you want to try and use it before it gets to that stage, but it's not always possible. It's not always possible. Some products oxidize quicker than others, and this will also vary depending on how they're stored, how old the product itself is and whatnot. But look, some of them have really, really short shelf lives. They are a bugger to formulate these serums. A lot of formulators don't like working with with pure vitamin C just because of how finicky it is. Uh, but if you do have one of these products, definitely remember to keep it in the fridge. So the other thing is my tip number five, the effectiveness of pure vitamin C, not other types, but pure vitamin C is pH dependent. So if your skin's pH is too high, or too low, that will make the vitamin C less effective. So my top tip to take all the stress and worry out of this is use your vitamin C directly after cleansing your face, so onto cleansed skin, and then wait 20 to 30 minutes before you apply any products 
over the top of your vitamin C serum because the next products you apply will also interfere with the the pH of the skin as well and that can render the vitamin C less effective. So this method just takes all the guesswork out of it and you don't have to worry. If you are looking to save time then another way to do that would be to use a pH adjusting toner right after your cleansing as well. But that is the other reason I say to use it in the morning is just because you can, what I normally do when I'm using a vitamin C serum is I wake up first thing, cleanse my face, put my vitamin C on. Then I go and do the other things that I was going to do anyway. And by that time, 20 minutes is already up. And then I can just go in with my next step in skincare. That's how I do it. Obviously, depending on your morning routine, that may or may not work for you. Um, If you're not a person that uses AHAs, BHAs or retinols, then you can use it at night. That's fine. But for a lot of people, morning is going to be the best time. So I am going to run through a list, a whole different list of different products. And not all of these contain pure vitamin C. So pure vitamin C, the benefits are obviously great, but there are a lot of downsides as well. Uh, And the, the oxidization of the product is one of them. Uh, And also the other thing is for a lot of people, pure vitamin C is just more than their skin can take. They find it sensitizing even in low doses. So I would say anything under a 5% would technically be regarded as a low dose. I would say a high dose, you know, even 10% can be very sensitizing for a lot of people. I know one of the Korean brands, Purito, actually reduced the concentration of pure vitamin C in their serum from 10% down to 5 because so many customers complained that they were getting those um, undesirable uh, sensitivities and reactions from 10%. So 10% is high. There are some people that can use 15%, some people that can use 20%, but that is an extremely high amount of pure vitamin C if you are dealing with pure vitamin C. Then there's a whole other category of vitamin C, what we call derivatives. And there's a long list of them. They're things like sodium ascorbyl phosphate. And these are stable forms of vitamin C. Uh, And that means that they're more stable when they are exposed to light and air. But in general, because they're more stable, the skin can handle higher doses of them. Then there's a whole other range of products Uh, that contain fruit extracts from fruits that are naturally high in vitamin C. And that is a whole different category altogether, basically, because they are vitamin C products, but the vitamin C is from something like yuja, like Korean uh, yuja extract or some other fruit, maybe sea buckthorn extract that naturally is high in vitamin C, but is not pure vitamin C. So that's just a sort of need to know about the different categories, because I know this is a really confusing topic for a lot of people. They just see the word vitamin C and they're like, "Uh, vitamin C serum. And yeah, it is a vitamin C serum, but there are different, I guess, things to be cautious of, um, different storage methods, depending on what type of vitamin C we're talking about. So that hopefully just makes it a little bit uh, simpler to understand, but I will go through the names of the products and talk about what is the active ingredient in as well. Okay, so for all skin types and ages, if you, no matter what skin type you have, the product I would recommend in terms of introducing vitamin C into your routine would be Tosung's Spot Whitening Vita Clinic 
Ample Serum. Now it does have vitamin C from multiple sources, but sea buckthorn is one of the main ones. And that is a really great natural source of vitamin C. So it's not the pure type that we're talking about. It's from a berry. Sea uh, buckthorn is a type of berry that is really great for brightening. Um, and the serum has anti-aging ben uh, benefits. It has peptides, antioxidants. Uh, it's ideal for minimizing the effects of damage on the skin in a nutshell. So that is a great entry-level product if you're wanting to dip your toe into the waters of vitamin C but aren't sure where to start. Now, if you do have sensitive skin, April B's Vitamin C Ample Serum is perfect because it has a low dose of pure L-ascorbic acid, and then it also has brightening niacinamide and sea buckthorn, which, as we spoke about, has natural vitamin C in it. So that helps to create a more vibrant complexion, uh, and the, the dose is low enough that it's tolerated well by most people. So that's a good option for sensitive skin. For uh, pigmentation, like dark spots on the skin, then Purito's Pure Vitamin C Serum is a really great option. Like I mentioned before, they have taken the percentage down to 5%, which is still quite high, actually. Um, like in the scheme of things, 5% is a very decent dose of vitamin C. I know the trend in a lot of brands these days is to just go as high as they possibly can with the actives, but that is not always what is best for the skin. And it's certainly not what is needed to see visible results. So I'm a little bit wary of a lot of brands that just come out with increasingly higher percentages of all different kinds of actives when the studies often show that a much lower dose is effective. Like I think it's just uh, marketing because then you can say, well, we've got 20% and they've only got five and 20 has got to be better than five, right? Uh, no, not always. <laughs> nice try, but no. So 5% is a very, uh, I would say, respectable amount of pure vitamin C to have in a product. Uh, and this product is cruelty-free. It is made from recycled packaging and it will promote a more even skin tone and it will also help to protect your skin from environmental damage. So the next one on my list is a fragrance-free option for people that are after something like that. And that is Some By Me's Galactomyces Pure Vitamin C Glow Serum. So this is a good one for exfoliating dull and um, uneven skin. And then it can also firm up your skin basically to make it look just brighter. So it can also reduce dryness and flaking. I think they tested it by up to 85%. So Obviously, it's got pure vitamin C and then it's also got galactomyces in it and it is fragrance-free. If you are wanting to avoid all of the issues with pure vitamin C, then I have a vitamin C derivative option for you. So um, this is Neogen's Real Vita C Serum. And the key ingredient in this is sodium ascorbyl phosphate. So this is one of those stable forms of vitamin C. It can help reduce collagen, um, protect the skin from oxidative damage as well. But obviously, unlike L-ascorbic acid, it is much more stable when exposed to light and air. And that means your serum will last for longer as well. So that's a good one if you are looking for a more stable form of vitamin C. If you would like to try 
a fruit-based vitamin C. Obviously, I mentioned Tosawong Spot Whitening one, but I have another one for you, and that is Sun By Me's Yuja Serum. So Yuja is uh, a Korean fruit. It's a little yellow fruit. It's a citrus fruit, basically. So citrus fruits in general are well-known for containing a lot of natural vitamin C. Like, you know, if you have a cold, you might have like an orange juice because it's naturally got vitamin C in it. This is the same thing. So they are also using niacinamide in their formula as well for brightening and glutathione. So this is just a really great formula if you are looking for uh, something to target pigmentation uh, and give your skin a little bit of a glow up. So that is a fruit-based vitamin C option for you. Now, the last category I want to tackle because I know quite a few Korean brands are bringing out options for this is the vitamin C powders. So because of the difficulties with the instability associated with pure L-ascorbic acid in a pre-formulated serum, a lot of brands are bringing out vitamin C powders instead. And the idea is that you are put a few scoops of the powder in a serum or maybe even in your moisturizer. My honest opinion is that these are probably worth skipping and this is why. First, it can be tricky to get the right pH levels with this because it needs to be around a three in order to absorb and that can cause some irritation when it comes into contact with the skin. The other problem is that vitamin C like this in a powder form can crystallize on the skin before it even penetrates it for any benefits. So I think all things considered, it is better to go with the pre-mixed options in a serum unless you really know what you're doing. So if you know what you're doing, probably you didn't need to listen all the way to the end of this episode. But also, you know, like you already know what you're doing. I will leave you to it. But if you are a beginner or someone trying to sort of get into it, I just think these are very fiddly and like at best, it'll be ineffective. At worst, you'll irritate your skin. So I get why they have tried to make this a thing. And I think for the right people, it could be fine. But for most people, most skincare users, you know, who wants to be standing there mixing around, making sure they've got the right pH level? Like, I don't know, maybe there are some people out there, in which case, you know, on with your bad selves. But for the rest of us mere mortals, like we'll just take the serum and put it in the fridge and keep it in there and hope for the best. So that is uh, that is just my 10 cents worth when it comes to vitamin C powders. I think they're just uh, probably one to skip for most people. That's my honest opinion. Alrighty. That is all I have for you guys. I hope you have found a couple of product names that have piqued your interest. And if you have, you can come over to thekoreanbeautyshow.com and take a look at the show notes. I've got links for the products where you can buy them. uh, And also I will just have the names as well in case you want to check I know some of those names were a little bit long-winded, so come and do that. Now, if you did like today's episode and you love talking all things skincare or you'd just like to learn a little bit more and meet some like-minded people, come and join the Facebook group. We are K-Beauty Down Under. Uh, I'd love to know what you thought of today's episode. If you come into the group, let me know if you've listened to today's episode and if you 
uh, have tried any of the, those vitamin C series, serums, if you have tried another one potentially, um, come and share it with us and let us know so that we can all discover it as well. <laughs> and then we also have our uh, free guide to K-beauty, don't forget, when you sign up to the Star Story newsletter. I think it's around 16 pages. It is a great beginner's guide to Korean skincare, so make sure you get your copy of that. Uh, and until next week, I will see you on Style Story. Bye.